Welcome to Ion Dixie, a public affairs show on 91.3 The Blaze, addressing public issues in Washington County and Dixie State University. Today's program is about LGBT inclusion in a predominantly Christian and conservative community with our special guest, Dwayne Clore. And now, on 91.3 The Blaze, here's Callan Webster with Eye on Dixie. Thank you for joining me on Eye on Dixie. Today we're going to talk about um, inclusion for LGBT, the LGBTQ community in a very Christian conservative environment. Today I'm joined by Dwayne Clore. He grew up in the Bible Belt in Tennessee, Texas, Mississippi, North Carolina. Very conservative Christian place as a member of the Baptist Church. He moved to, the, to Utah about five years ago and joined the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, finding himself in a very similar environment a very similar environment we have here in Washington County. And I want to talk today about what those around you have done well and what they haven't done well and what we can learn to help be inclusive to everybody around us. Thank you so much for joining me, Dwayne. You're welcome. Glad to be here. Awesome. Well, Dwayne, I want to get started with, uh, it, if I'm correct, it's only been a couple of years that you've been out even privately as gay and not very long that you've been out publicly and I want to start yes. with before that time, what were things that people did meaning well and wanting to help you that were that were hurtful? And maybe what are some things specifically that we we shouldn't do um, that that are uh, was hurtful in your growing up and living now? Um, I think the biggest thing is. Uh, just, you know, trying to meet the standard expectations, you know, of liking girls and flirting and having girls like you and trying to set you up on dates or asking, you know, who do you like? Or, um, you think she's cute or my, even my grandparents, you know, asking about dating and talking about, you know, getting married and those types of things. And, or even who, like, even when I was younger, who I just, who I would, I was more comfortable with playing with on the playground. I was always more comfortable playing with the girls and not sports. And, um, just my dad trying to bond with me over like sports, and hunting and things like that. And I just didn't have that interest. And then that would, it just really caused a lot of conflict between the two of us. And even with, with my brother, because they bonded over that. And I didn't, I really didn't have that, that experience. So, um, just, I mean, just being aware of like, um, I don't know. It, of, uh, it's just, you know, wanting to help, wanting to set up, but not understanding deep down what, what was really going on in my, what my true, interest and desires was, I guess. And, um, so that just caused me to like become more socially withdrawn. Sure. Sure. And that makes sense. Um, and, and growing up that way, you have those issues, you have those challenges. Um, and then eventually you did get married and you have kids of your own. What are ways you found as a parent to, that you've learned from mistakes that people had, even, even not having children yourself that, that are gay, what are ways that you were able to, to be a better parent and learn from those things? Um, well, I think it helped me. This whole experience I, has, has made me a lot more empathetic, more compassionate, um, more nurturing and, and loving, which I know is, it's just not, a, I mean, a lot, a lot of men don't have those, all of those characteristics. And it's, I think it, it helped me to, um, to really, try to see my kids individually and, and really see what's deep down, what's going on with them and, and, and try to let them just ha- make their own choices and their own paths and just be there to love and guide 
versus trying to force them down a path or, or, you know, or suggest certain guidelines and just let, kind of helping them being there to listen, to love and just support them in the decisions they make. And, uh, and, the, and I guess ours always, you know, a part of being a parent is letting them, letting them make mistakes, um, but not judging for that. I just continue to love them and help them grow through that process. But I just think overall it's made me more nurturing, compassionate, empathetic as a person, but specifically as a dad. Perfect. And then looking forward to recently when you did come out to, to your family, to your friends, to the community in general around you, were there any reactions of people maybe not trying to hurt you that were, that were hurtful that you would encourage people to avoid if a friend or family member confides in them? Um, anytime you say I love you and then put a but or an if or an accept on it, that pretty much invalidates the first part of what you say. And so if you love someone regardless of gender, sexual orientation, whatever it is, just say that you love them and that you're there to support them. Uh, the whole, I love you, but I, you know, not the sinner, love the sinner, hate the sinner, whatever. Those things are really hurtful. And, um, cause it just continues to help make us feel like we're defective or broken and that we need to change or do something better to be more, um, worthy of receiving your love. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and I think people don't, you know, I think they, they think they're, they're saying positive things, but it can, that just continues to be hurtful. I just suggest if somebody does come out to you or, or, you know, that, that they are, that they're LGBTQ in any way, it's just to say, I love you, period. I love you. I'm here. I may not understand what you're going through, but I'm here for you. And you don't have to put any caveats or accepts or buts to that conversation. So that, I think that's the biggest thing. And then looking specifically at, at that time and that time from then till now, when people, people have, people know, and you're, you right. live in a community that is it's heavily LDS, it's heavily Christian in general, it's heavily conservative. And there are people around you that care and love and love you. But going on from that moment, are there any other specific things that, um, com- the community religion, wherever you are in general, you wish they wouldn't do, or you wish they would do that, that they're not. Um, just, I don't know, to try not to, to prejudge or, um, or have certain expectations, just be a good listener, be supportive, be loving. I feel like, um, I don't know. I'm loved by a whole lot of people. I'm blessed that way but um especially like in the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints like uh, sometimes like they just get can get really caught up on doctrine and things and like saying things like well it'll change in the next life or um oh i had somebody say they would come visit me in a lower kingdom i mean that's just that's hurtful i, I mean i think that they 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 meant well you'll you'll be in a kingdom or, you know, you have this in this next life, you have this opportunity that you, you can be heterosexual and get sealed and in, in those things. And, um, I don't know. It just continues. I think it just, it just goes right back to continuing to encourage those feelings that we have deep within that we're defective and broken. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And 
I just, like I said, just go back to just say, I love you. I'm here to, I don't understand what you're going through, but I love you and, um, support you and we pray for you. And, you know, I, I mean, there are things I obviously need accountability for and support and, and things like that. But like, um, I don't know. It just, just be genuinely accepting and loving and trying not to, I don't know. I don't want to say preachy or bring it, but you know, um, pushing doctrine. Um, cause we're, I mean, we're just, I feel like all of us, we, you know, regardless of what religion you're in, we're, that's where faith comes in. We just don't know all the answers. We don't know exactly how or things are going to happen. And we can just try to love other people and have compassion and, and live an example of Christ. And then, you know, those things work out one way or the other, you know, in the next life. So switching gears to something a little bit more positive and happy, since you have come out even before that or to now, what are the responses that people have had that have been really positive in, in helping you that might be a good example for those that find themselves in a similar situation when someone confides in them? Um, just being genuinely accepting. Um, I, I mean, a large portion of my friends, especially who are here in Utah in the church, were just, you know, w- when I told them, they just, the first thing they said was, we love you. Um, and you're still the same person, our same friend, you know, we're still want you to be around, be involved, you know, no prejudging, just, just pure, just loving. Um, I had a friend that told me, you know, it was kind of like I had been holding my breath. I could exhale and be the, the most genuine Dwayne that I've ever been, you know, and just that, um, that they were there for me and, and just be being supportive, no, um, exceptions or, butts on it just i love you and i'm here and i want you to be happy um i I think it's pretty simple you know i think just finding ways to be kind kind decent and you know just uh a christ-like person with everybody that you meet and be are involved with so and then when you when you have come out to people is there anything you hope they do differently or is, is your hope that they just treat you the same they did before? And uh, I don't want to say not acknowledge Honestly, I, it, but uh, my biggest, my biggest fear before coming out was that people would look at me differently, um, that they would, I would be rejected or they would just act differently around me. Um, and so just, I think the best thing you can do is like I said, it's just show acceptance and love by treating that person exactly the same way you always have. Just that they're, this is just another, a small part of, of who I am or who they are. It doesn't define them as a whole and it, it do, shouldn't change your relationship. It shouldn't change how you talk to or, or interact with them. Just continuing on with that friendship or that family relationship or professional relationship, whatever it is, it should just go on as the same. I think that's really the best reaction that you can give. Yeah. Then kind of the last topic I want to cover is is something more specifically, especially speaking to people that might find themselves in a similar situation as you living with strong religious beliefs as a Baptist and then as a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints living in this community that is heavily that way. How have you been able to reconcile 
what you've been taught in church and things that you believe with who you who you are and being able to still be happy with yourself. Basically, what advice can you give to people that find yourself in that same situation of, of having these these religious beliefs that they feel like conflicts with who they are? Um, I mean, I just, it came to the point where I had to see that I was lovingly, perfectly created in the image of, of God. I am, a, I am his son and he loves me just exactly the way I am. I'm not broken or defective. Um, I'm, we, we all have weaknesses and we all have strengths and, um, but that I am loved and accepted by God and that there is a place for me in the church or in this church or wherever church you are, that there, that there's a place for, for my strengths and my skills and the, and the things that I can do and I can give. And, um, and that just, you know, don't be so hard on yourself and, uh, just know this, like I, I, I've talked, I've had several friends, some return missionaries and other people that have, have come out to me because they feel like I'm, a, I'm safe. And I just tell them, you know, or if they're in that decision, like it's, it has to be your decision on your time, on your terms. And, um, just know that you're going to have a lot more love and support than you think. You think it's going to be the end of the world, that people are going to hate you, that you're going to be completely rejected. And, and you may lose some people in your life. I've lost some people in my life, but if, if they love me or if they, if they love you, truly, then they will continue to live. It's not going to change. That's, that's what unconditional love is. It doesn't matter, you know, um, what's going on in your life, um, what decisions you're making, what mistakes you've made, that I still love that person because I love that person. I don't, I don't base that on their decisions or, or what they're doing at the moment. Um, you know, I, it's just like my kids. There's nothing my kids could do that would ever make me stop loving them. So you'll, you will be loved and have a lot more support than you think. So, um, just give it time. And when you, when you're ready, it's a very scary thing, but just know that there's a whole world out there ready to love and support you. And the, the more honest you are with yourself, um, the, just the, the less shame and the less self-hatred that's where that secrecy just breeds that. And, um, so just being honest with yourself, being honest with God, being honest with the people around you, uh, it just made me much happier. Like I just, I don't feel like I have to pretend or hide or, or be something I'm not. And, um, I'm just much happier that way. Perfect. Last question. If there's one takeaway you wish people would take when they find themselves in a situation where a, a family or a friend, um, confides in them or they're just around them in whatever capacity in just a sentence or two, what's the takeaway you would hope people would have from this conversation? Just to, um, just love, just love people. Um, be, just be there, be supportive, be a good listener. Um, just continue the relationship as it is like, you know, don't look at them differently. Um, just, just love. I mean, and, and that's, that's really all that we, any of us can do in any situation. It's just try to love people, to be kind, be an example of Christ and, um, and, and just be a light. And I think that's, that's all that we, in, we ask for just not to be, uh, you know, demean, looked down on or rejected. And uh, so just love first and always is what I say. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us, Dwayne. 
Hope someone listening was able to take something away to help in their situation. Thank you so much for being with us. You've been listening to Eye on Dixie, a public affairs show on 91.3 The Blaze, addressing LGBT inclusion in a predominantly Christian and conservative community with our special guest, Dwayne Clore. For more information about this topic, you can visit the Dixie State University LGBTQ Inclusion Center. You can also listen to a podcast of this and other shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Facebook, Twitter, and 913theblaze.com.